It's happening. We're doing it. Mark Ellis is here. We did it. Live on the show. Yeah. It's happening. Fresh off his new special, Dog Stepfather, available on YouTube from All Things Comedy. I don't know if the dog's going to call into the show. I, I, I would love if the dog would call into the show. I mean, I'm not... Okay, this is crazy. The reach of this show is unbelievable. <laughs> I talk about it all the time, but your dog is actually calling into... Yep, the show the caller ID is showing me right now. Um, hello, uh, is this uh, is this uh, Mark's dog that's calling the show? Yeah, it is. Uh, th th this is Molly. Uh, I'm a female, but I'm also a dog, so I sound a little gruffy. But um, well, Jeremiah, I just wanted to say Mark's a great father. He should be upgraded to full time father, not just my stepdad. But that's the way life works, and uh, I'm really hungry. And now, explain to some of us why is he a stepfather, and not your true father? What's well, going on with that? I come by. Mark, uh, by way of my mom, uh, Danny, she and Mark dated. That's Danny. That's Danielle. Short for Danielle, not a guy named Danny. That's D-A-N-I. I'm glad you're clarifying this, Molly, because we were all worried. Hey, look, dogs are very progressive. Dogs are very acceptable. I'll smell anyone's ass, all right? Male, female, gender neutral. I will smell As long ass. as it's a butt, your nose is up in it. I'll smell a cat's ass. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see cats. They're not big fans of mine because mm. they're racist. Mm, whoa. But I'm cool with cats. Whoa. Cats are racist. Is, is that something that, that I thought now typically, yeah. stereotypically, dogs actually are known for going after certain races of people and being threatened by them? Not true at all. Not true. Really? I know, I know where you're trying to steer this conversation. I will say I'm a little racist towards white dogs. I am not a fan of white dogs. Okay. Because white dogs, now I have white on me as you can see, but I'm right. also mixed. So yeah. full on white dogs, they bark. They're spoiled, they're ugly, the, shit cakes in their fur, and it's obvious. So, so cats. Where did the cats being racist? That where does that come from? Because I've never heard that before. Have you seen how a cat looks at anybody? <laughs> I mean, <They're>, are, <laughs> they just look so judgy. They look like Clint Eastwood on the porch in Gran Torino. <laughs> Every cat. Just looks at every other living thing with Get that off. leering. Get off my litter box. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your scratching post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so Mark is my uh, stepdad because uh, these, he dated. Si these Siamese cats. <laughs> these Siamese cats. People oh, keep coming around. You got a Doberman, huh? I've heard about you. Uh, Dalmatians, what are you rescuing fires? <laughs> Well, uh, Molly, thank you for calling hey, me the show. That's a big uh, fan. Oh, time, really? First time. One time, first time. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs are big into podcasts. Are they really? Yeah. Cats, not so much. Okay. Well, what cats do... are more Rush Limbaugh morning radio. They're they're AM. still in the NPR world. They're still they... in the the maybe just straight terrestrial radio. <laughs> cats are cats are still all over the dial. Okay. They have no idea what Sirius XM is. Yeah. Well, I just found out about what it was recently. So, well, okay, welcome to the world of dogs. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, Molly. I appreciate we it. Got great hearing. Oh, oh bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a treat. That was a treat. Yeah. I mean, it's rare that we start uh, uh, the podcast with a call, but sometimes, you know, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, that's what's going on. If I've never talked to my dog like that before, she doesn't. She really is a sweet dog. Like I, I. What kind of dog is she? She's your dog? a Beagle Boston Terrier mix, mm. and 
so I, I was dating Danny for a couple of years and then we broke up and it was a very amicable split where we're all still friends. And the dog just, I mean, the dog and I, we fell in love with each other and, and Danny realized the connection that the dog and I had. So I still get to like, that's why I'm the stepdad to the you dog. You get like, visiting privileges the, and stuff. I have visiting privileges. Yeah. She has overnight privileges. Okay. It really is. It's like a custody thing. It was like an amicable divorce with joint custody and I could not be happier. Well, it sounds like you kind of get the, does she keep the dog most of the time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so then you, I get, then you have the best of everything. I ain't complaining. Yeah. You know? Cause I the mean, dog comes don't, over. Uh, don't tell her that, but you got the better end of the, mm, well, I don't recently I I've been seeing the dog more than she has. Cause oh, she, yeah. she's writing on a show right now. So she's gone all day. Okay. And you know, I got shit to do. So yeah. I'm just hanging out and I get to hang out with the dog and it's like, I'm just such a big fan of her. We go on walks. I talk to her more than I talk to other people. It's great. Well, I'm glad that, you know, you and I are having this conversation today. Get you out of the house, you know? I'm talking to a human. And you're talking to a human. Freaking me out. <laughs> What's going on? And you're a human I like. Myra! <laughs> it's I just start like translating. <laughs> it just gets to the point where I'm on stage and I just like freak out. Yeah. Because I'm talking to a group of humans and yeah. not dogs. Like, I don't know what to do. <sighs> it's just so weird. It sounds like a really bad like movie that's going to be on the Disney streaming service. Yeah. Like a sequel to the Shaggy Dog. <laughs> what do you think of Disney Plus so far? I haven't really watched. I, I watched the Star Wars show. Yeah. Um, but I'm not caught up. You know, Baby you like Yoda's it? cute. Um, I, the, you're uh, a huge Star Wars fan. Do you? I'm a big you, Star Wars fan. Do you, do you like this show? I like Does the show, yeah. Does it get seal of approval? It gets my seal of approval, yeah. I'm pretty easy to please Yeah. when it comes to Star Wars. You just went to the, the premiere, too. I went to Rise the of Skywalker, premiere right? of Rise of Skywalker, yeah. And, and then I saw it again the next morning. <laughs> did you, do you like it that much? I love the movie, yeah. Great. I'm I really, very excited to see it. I, I liked it at the premiere, but mm -hmm. the premiere, it's like everything is so overwhelming at the premiere, like the whole like red carpet thing. And then you're sitting in this theater and everybody's dressed up and it's just like all this. It, I, I feel pressure. I have nothing to do with the movie. Did you have, were you almost nervous for the people involved? Yes. Like, cause you're like, I just want this to be good for not just for me, but like for the franchise and the fans and also the people who worked on it. And I don't you like, start, like thinking about all situations. That stuff? I really yeah. don't like, that's why I never go to, I've never seen like a Cirque du Soleil show because I'm nervous. One of them is going to fall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that Siegfried and Roy when the tiger, that's my nightmare. I just don't want to be in an awkward situation because what do you do? Yeah, you don't want to be a part of you don't want to be adjacent to something that where you don't have any control over it. No. Kind of. I yeah. like like why do people go watch space shuttles get launched? <laughs> what do you do if it blows up? Oh yeah. The what people you, are dead and you're just standing there like You're just like, well, what's I guess we gotta go get lunch. Like what what do you I I I I my life is set up to avoid awkward situations like okay. that. Okay. So I yeah, I root for the movie to be good. But more importantly than like the people in it, I'm just I, I love those movies. I grew up with those movies. Yeah, they're in my family. I'm entrenched. Uh, I'm not necessarily a Star Wars apologist, but I do root for the movies when they come on. Sure. So I want them to be good. Do you and, have a do you have a uh, can you narrow your your choice down to one favorite film? I can. Yeah. Guess. Empire. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. A lot of people. It's usually between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people who consider themselves like cinephiles yeah. go with Empire. Right, right, right. But Return of the Jedi has like I talk about this a little bit in the special is like Return of the Jedi has the 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 trump card over any of the other ones because we won. Yeah. In the and like nobody died. Right. Because like in A New Hope, we won kind of, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. entire planet blew up. 
Yeah, that's like billions. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> Entire planet. Return of the Ecosystems. Jedi. A couple pilots. Some Ewoks. We mostly survived that movie. Yeah. Intact. Yeah. And so I, I just love, I love a happy ending. Were you, did, did you think that it was necessary for, uh, in this last Star Wars film, for uh, uh, Kylo Ren to kill Han Solo? Um, did you think it was necessary? I was pretty upset at the time. Mm -hmm. I was pretty upset. But to make him and like like firmly uh, entrench him in it to be a bad guy, yeah. I think we need it because because like, nobody took him serious. I no, think before that, up just to like, that oh, point, okay, all right, it's a spoiled kid, and it's like, oh, you know, you have a bad shift at Hot Topic. Like, wh what's the worst day like? And then when he stabs his dad and kills, it's like, oh, this guy's not redeemable anymore. Yeah, it's, there's no way we can redeem this guy. Yeah, when I first saw that trailer, and I and I heard uh, Harrison Ford go. Chewie, we're coming home. I was just like, yeah, we are. Tears. <laughs> Tears. I was, I was weeping. These movies make me nothing. There's very few things in, in, in this life that can make me emotional. The, if I think about the dog for too long, that'll happen. But then the Star Wars movies, like, I, like when I see the letters go up like it, a long time ago in a galaxy far, mm -hmm. far away, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, here we, here we go. Here's the waterworks. They're starting back up. Chewy, <laughs> Chewy. I, I love doing. Uh, I've been working That's a on good I, Harrison. I've been Ford. doing. Uh, I've been working on for years. Uh, my old Harrison Ford because he sounds so different now than <laughs> than. Uh, like one one that my wife asked me to do is uh, him from uh, uh, What Lies Beneath. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, w when he admits to cheating yeah. on his wife. He's like, and I slipped, Claire. I God help me, Claire. God help me, Claire. I slipped. I'm not perfect, Claire. <laughs> My wife asked me to do it. Like all the, that's like one of our like. She, there's a handful of impressions that I never do on stage. That my wife's like, "Will you do that one?" I'm like, "All right." That one's pretty good. Wait, okay. I, I think it's stage worthy though. Yeah. You, like when you're messing around with your friends, you're like, "Oh, it's pretty fun." I, I'm not good at impressions. Right, right, right. I, like I can do Seth Rogen's laugh, kind of. Okay, that's, let's hear it. That's that's it. That's that's the end of the impression. That, that's all right. That, it's I like, kind of want to hear you do nine more micro impressions like that. I can do okay. I if I do it. I could do Rolf from the Muppets. Okay. Because Rolf was always my favorite. Sure. Because all the other Muppets like sound like these like cute little kitty friendly. And Rolf sounds like a guy who's been like a roadie for the Almond Brothers for like 40 <laughs> years. Like, hey, Kermit. Hey, man. You, 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 you and that pig, you mind if I take her out? Hey, man. Hey, what do you all do? <laughs> like, especially Muppet babies, because they're all like. They're all three months old, and yeah, then Rolf yeah. has all this piano talent. Right. He's like, yeah, man, I'm a, God, I had a rough one last night. I need, <laughs> I got a DUI last night. Yeah, man, I, I told Animal I'd drive him home, and <laughs> it, shit went wrong. It went, it went really bad. Like, he sounds like he just buried a hooker in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. And then Muppet Baby's nanny coming in. Kids, have you seen Rolf? Oh, I'm still digging. <laughs> I just uh, woke up from a uh, pile of my own vomit. It's like Rolf and, and Harrison Ford should have their own adventure yeah, together. Yeah. They're, they're the Rolf, new bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> Rolf, things aren't going well. Would, uh, stop calling me Chewy. Can't, why can't I call you Chewy? I ain't that guy, man. I ain't a Wookiee. You racist. You all look alike, and I apologize. <laughs> God help me, I slipped. <laughs> and I slipped. God, I remember watching that movie for the first time. 
What Lies Beneath? Yeah. I love that movie. It's such a great term because Harrison Ford's just that guy where it's like, of course he's not going to be a bad... Harrison Ford's going to bail us out of this. It's Yeah, it's so perfect. Yeah. No, I did. Um, I did a couple of the voices actually for uh, you know, those uh, those honest uh, trailers. That, yeah, it's Screen Junkies. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. I, I did a couple of voices for um, the uh, the honest Rise of Skywalker. Trailer. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did, did Poe and I did uh, uh, C three PO. Oh, can I can I talk to C three PO for a sec? That'd be <clears throat> sure. Let's see. I, let me see if I can find a. Uh, I might be able to find a little bit of a filter to make it even sound. Oh more. yeah, you could do a three PO filter. Let me see here. Three PO is great in this new movie. Very funny. Let's see. Check, 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 check. <laughs> He's starting to check. slip in. Check, check. Oh, does this sound? Nah, it's a little bit too. Honestly, yeah, this actually works. It this, does. This actually works quite well. It's the live caller C three PO. It is I C three PO calling into the show. Do you feel overshadowed by every other character in Star Wars, even though you've been with the franchise arguably longer than anyone? Absolutely. I'm basically a star who is actually a slave. <laughs> That's a strong word, three PO. Yes, slave is in my DNA. <laughs> You were actually built by a slave, a young boy uh, named Anakin, and he went on to be Darth Vader. Anakin Skywalker. Yes, I remember my master very well. Is it weird that he built you? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> weird to see my creator grow into something as evil as Darth Vader. Hey, he murdered children, 3PO. Ah, it's weird that one can create life and also take it away. So, I don't want to get you in trouble with our, maybe what we were told is your best friend, but... R2-D2 gets a lot of the merchandise. A lot of the kids are big fans of R2-D2, now BB-8. Dare I say, you're the third wheel. How do you feel about that? It's very ironic because I don't really have... I mean, do I have wheels? Sometimes I do. The way I... But not really. Not not, not like R2. Not like R2 or or BB. Yeah. It's very upsetting, actually. The fact that you bring this up makes me very, very unsettled. (laughs) Do you have sexual urges ever? Absolutely. <laughs> Towards who? I mean, other robots, really. Vending machines. <laughs> light <laughs> light sockets. <laughs> Vending Basically, machines. anything with a vat and a hole. C-3PO would like to stick his robot dick in two. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't. R2 has one. R2 does. He yeah. pr- it's, I mean, it's really... He, he puts his dick on the table in front of me sometimes, and I'm just a Ken doll down there. <laughs> it's never been shown in the movie, but I have a giant robot horse cock. Wow, well, that's something that could probably be employed to some use against the Empire. I mean, I think it would be great for the merchandise. <laughs> it's to sell, sell a C-3PO sex toy? Yes, a C-3PO dildo. Do you think your voice would uh, is, is an aphrodisiac? Yes, whenever you put me inside a woman, I just go, oh my... What's odd is that that's actually the sound I usually make if I'm, if I'm lucky when, enough to have it. When you put yourself into a one, yeah, you yeah. just say, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then it's over. And R2. Then... R2. <laughs> oh, R2. Get out of here, R2. This is my phone call. R2 is my roommate. Oh, you guys are 
you guys have we a flat. <laughs> where, uh, what, what part of the uh, the earth are y'all living? Uh, Dagobond. Dag <laughs> <laughs> That's all we could afford, Mark Ellis. Hey, a, a droid <laughs> salary. R2, get out of here. Wow, R2's really uh, trying to. Okay, R2, I don't appreciate the racial slurs that you are throwing my way. Is that what that means? Okay, he just came. He just came. He just came everywhere. Get out of here. All right. Oh, great. Now I have to clean up your robot jizz. Okay, I'm trying to have a conversation, R2. Okay, this is not a good look for me and and wow. and, and this schmuck over here. Jealous. I didn't. Okay. R2, you cannot have a bukkake in front of me. Quit, inv quit inviting Ewoks over. It's yeah. getting quite messy. It sounds like there's more than one R2 there. Okay, there, there may be. <laughs> I may have cloned him. Oh, my God. Anywho, I've got to go. Okay, R2, there's just jizz everywhere. Yeah, that's not. I've got. That okay. sounds like if your ejaculation's that painful, you should consult a physician. Sorry, this all went off the rails. No, it's Alice. good to talk to you. It's nice to talk to you, someone who has been a long supporter of our franchise. <laughs> I actually, uh, I told Anthony, I got to interview Anthony Daniels, the voice of C-3PO, and I told him, I made him cry because I, I just thanked really? him for being like the, I was like, hey, you are, I consider you to be the best ambassador this franchise ever had because he's just always been, he goes to like all the conventions and stuff. And like, yeah. like it, if you look back at 77, what really sold those movies was the fact that there's these talking robots in them. Mm -hmm. And he was the reason why. So, wow. Yeah. And so then he got a little misty eyed. And I was like, oh, sweet. I made an old guy cry. That's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. My, uh, my aunt always brags about uh, how she went, I forget which cast member she went on a date with that had a VIP access to, she had a dinner basically with the cast of star wars like like from back in the day and really? she said that like chewy was there the guy who played r2 was there they were all like in a room eating dinner together and you can't remember which one that she that she went on a date with i don't know so i don't know who her i can't remember who her hookup was, was it, a, it was a cast member i think so i mean i could we could get your aunt on the phone um i could do so peter mayhew was chewbacca Kenny Baker was the little guy that played R2-D2. Hmm. I dare say it wasn't Anthony Daniels. I wonder if it was any of the big three. I don't know. I don't think so. Wasn't Mark Hamill or Han Solo? No, no, no. It wasn't Billy D. No, no. <laughs> she would have remembered Billy D. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dennis Lawson, the actor who played Wedge. <laughs> I'm going to go with that's that, too. <laughs> that's, that sounds about right. He's somebody, some, somebody that I can't remember that I'm like, yeah, I went on a date with him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it, like, like you get invited to this stuff. Yeah. You're not going to be centerpiece. Yeah. You're going to be at the side table. Right, right. Yeah. You have plenty of room to have a one-on-one -on -one with your aunt while everybody <laughs> right. else is getting all the attention. Right. That's a great story, though. Yeah. We got to find out who that guy was. I got to find, I got to give her a call and be like, hey, what was, yeah. Yeah, keep me posted on that. Yeah. Because now I'm invested. Yeah. Now I'll have to give a little update in your aunt's social life from the early eighties. I know, right? It's it's all this stuff. I, dude, I I I love I, I love these movies, but more so now it's like I love like the stories like behind and like the behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff too. Like I get really into this stuff, and because this is the last one of the Skywalker sagas yeah. coming out, it's like that's I'm just using this week as like my this is my emotional. Yeah, you're letting go slowly. Yeah, it's like I'm graduating from college. Yeah.
And now I got to get a job or something do else you, to do. Do you have uh, a lot of collectibles as far as like figurines and stuff like that? You know what? I I don't know what your experience living in LA has been since you moved out here, but I've moved a lot. You can't hold on to too much stuff. No, it, it it's, gets it's impossible. And I have nerd friends that I've helped move, and you're just moving like so much. What the, what is in this box? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's from Lord of the Rings. That's Galadriel's arrow that she uses to shoot it's Sauron a, in the eye. It's actually some of the animatronics from the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't have anything that's uh, I, that's really of any value other than... Okay, I have one. I have uh, a bunch of unopened boxes of Magic the Gathering cards. Those are pro- Some of those are probably worth a they're, lot. They're worth a lot of yeah. money. So that's what I'm banking on for retirement i've my mom has tried to get me to take my stuff from kansas out here she's like i have it ready to go i'm just like can you hold on to it a little bit longer i don't have any room for it out here isn't that great when your parents start putting that pressure on yeah just like you're getting older yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. this stuff was supposed to leave like five ten years ago yeah i'm like mom it's just sitting in my closet what 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 else were you gonna do yeah with my what are you building in my closet they yeah. can't house all my comic books. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, yeah, the magic cards are the only really thing. That well, you know, I'm trying to put up a swing for me and your father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell me the yeah, don't tell me the new renovations around the house. Well, I just saw that Fifty Shades movie, and your father and I are thinking. Of, we got some ideas. Yeah, we're going to build. It's just a little sex cubby. It's, it's not a dungeon, necessarily. It's more like a sex pantry. <laughs> <laughs> just accoutrements, you know, some spices, some honey, some <laughs> little things. You imagine, wa- like, just walking in. To your, like it's one thing to like hear your parents have sex it's yeah. another thing to like walk in on them like doing like oh. like having like a swing in the corner yeah i can't i have some friend not to mention like a neighbor friend that's just in the room for some reason that he's like hey what's up <laughs> you like you're up past your bedtime and the doorbell rings yeah and you just have five people coming in oh they're having some sort of party with um it looks like some neat party favors hey what's up mark uh is your mom here um yeah she's upstairs <laughs> perfect <laughs> hey you want a beer uh, i'm seven <laughs> my mom actually told me recently after a couple of glasses of wine she told me that uh, uh, there's three kids so i have an older sister younger brother she told me that i'm the only one that she remembers the conception date whoa like she remembers when it happened oh yeah wow. yeah i was a I, apparently i was a as she she called it I'm, i was a nooner I was a lunchtime rendezvous. Let's just say your father and I, um, we had some downtime <laughs> while he was on his lunch break. It's an hour lunch break. And uh, he really, he, 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 he gave it to me. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember that quite well. That's now, right. The other ones, was she just, she just doesn't remember? Or, or, Hammered. Okay. That's, no, what no, gonna, no, no. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. The way you, you, you made it sound, I was like, was she blacked that is funny you know what i mean like she couldn't she couldn't remember she couldn't remember yeah. anything because like she had to have me at, at, yeah she had to conceive me at noon yeah because she had only had a couple martinis by then but no yeah. my mom wasn't like like my parents were an alcoholic so i don't know what the situation was right it kind of makes me think like maybe during the period i was born there just wasn't a lot of romance because it's yeah. like oh well that was you know oh that was well that was the one time we yeah yeah as opposed to when my brother and sister were conceived oh we were just Oh, just knocking rabbits. it out around the clock. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But. I still think it's it's. Uh, I still still think. I think every kid thinks it's weird to think that that's how we got here. Is yeah. our parents? You know, it's weird that we were sperm, right? It's weird that we were that. T- and I think about this a lot because, like, there's like millions of sperm, right? Right. That are swimming towards this of course. Goal. We d- we won. 
We won. Wait, we're the and, ultimate medalists. And how many brothers and sisters of ours ended up in socks or Kleenex <laughs> or on the screens of laptops? Or... How many people have we killed? I know, right? When does life begin? We're mass murderers. Is this Hitler and Stalin's <laughs> podcast? We just If we're talking masturbation, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's it blows my mind that we were that we were that tiny that we were just in goo and then and then this happened it's very teenage mutant ninja turtles you know what i mean <laughs> secret of the secret of the ooze my sons <laughs> my, have you watched uh toys toys that made us uh have you seen that show on netflix I, I, i've heard of it um, i know you dig it I so dig it. okay th- this is a really funny uh hollywood hollywood like how awful hollywood is story so i can't remember what i I was doing like, I used to host a show on a Collider's network called Movie Talk, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a daily show, pretty good numbers. A lot of people watched it, yeah. And uh, and I had fun doing it. So, I was driving home from from doing an episode of Movie Talk, and I get this call from a like agent producer type who a couple years prior I had met with about possibly producing my first special, right? Didn't didn't work out. Never heard from him again. Two years later, a guy calls me, and it's it's his assistant, and and she's like, "Hey, I have so and so on the phone on the phone for you." And I'm like, "Damn right you do." This guy's calling because he sees how successful I am now, and he wants to make some something with old Mark Ellis. And um, and he gets on the phone. And he's like, "Mark, babe, I want to congratulate you. You're the best part of the show." And I'm like. That I'm the host of it, and he was kind of like, and he's like, "Oh, wait, you know the the show on Netflix. You're the best part." And I start thinking, I'm like, "What the hell is this guy?" He's like, "You know, people grew up with your toys," and I'm like, "Oh no, there's also a guy who made He-Man toys, like the creator of the He-Man toys, is named Mark Ellis." Oh my! So this guy, and he's blowing all the sunshine up my ass. Because he told his assistant to call Mark Ellis, and I was the first one that came up. And so I quickly realized, and I let him dig himself into a little bit of a hole, because I, I realized what was happening. Sure. And so I just kept going. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have my toys? And I just kept asking him questions like that. And then I had to come clean. I was like, look, man, I'll be honest with you. This is not the Mark Ellis you thought you called. Yeah. And he's like, who is this? And I'm like, we met a couple of years ago about... You know, I'm the comedian and I'm a big, we talked about Star Wars and he's like, oh, hey, man, how's everything going? Hey, I've been meaning to call. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no harm, no foul. And he got yeah. off the phone very quick. Oh, of course. Had Super embarrassed. Yeah. 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 But it's, it, that's just how, that's how life works. That's the biz out here, kid. Yeah. But anyway, because I had a lot of people write me and they're like, hey, did you know? You're the you're the creator of He-Man toy, and and I'm like, yeah, there's, yeah, I get it. There's, there's another Mark Ellis. Yeah. There's, there's also a baseball player named Mark Ellis mm. who was in. The, so he's the first one. I might be the first one now that comes up if you Google me, but because Mark Ellis retired a couple of years ago, but uh, yeah, he was baseball, played for the A's and the Dodgers and Rockies. A bunch. He was a journeyman. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a lot of dexterity in your name, you know. <laughs> Look, if you had told me when I was in sixth grade that Mark Ellis would grow up to be a major league baseball player, I'd be like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Have you seen me? Dude, I thought I was going to freaking with basketball. NBA, dude. Were you a baller? Uh, I used to play a lot. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, I also play occasionally with some comedians, but. You play, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Hollywood game? 
Yeah, just so like on to, Saturdays. I used to play every yeah. Saturday. Yeah, and but just, it's, it's hard to with the road and everything. Like, yeah. To, yeah, I'll go every once in a while when I'm not in town, but. I just get too busy and like with the week and like, honestly, I just want to sleep on Saturday and just do it's, nothing. It's hard because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when you do actually have the time off, you're like, do I want to <laughs> go? But uh, I try to go every once in a while. It's good to see different groups of friends, like yeah. in different settings. Yeah. Like not at a comedy club. Cause it's like a lot of times, you know, we only get to spend time with each other, like in passing moments, like right. before or after sets. So it's just kind of fun to, to be throw yourself into a different setting every once in a while. That's why that, that league we had, that intramural league, was so much fun. It was you, a lot of fun. You played in that? Yeah, I played for a couple seasons. Yeah. It, yeah. That was so much fun because it would be like the comedy store versus the improv. Yeah. And we'd take it so seriously. Of course. Even though, like, people who worked at the comedy store were playing on the improv team. I know. So you're just playing for the name on the front. It was great. Like, I do the improv all the time, too. So yeah. I don't care about. But it felt like this old 70s, 80s rival thing that it made it fun oh for it was redskins cowboys for me and it's, and then like there'd be industry too and you're like we got to take down caa tonight the one industry team <laughs> yeah that's the one that everybody Which really they, geared up for well yeah because they took it way too seriously they would yeah. throw elbows and stuff and every industry person on that team was like five foot three and was all elbows yeah and just like you know like like guys who like learn how to rebound even though they're really short, they just get their ass into it. Yeah. They're like, they're very, their game is very Charles Barkley. Sure. It's like playing five mini Barkleys on that team. <laughs> and nobody wants that. And and none of them signed any of us. Yeah. So, so screw that. Like, get out of here. Because <laughs> we're all taking it so seriously. Like, like, if I bang five three-pointers against this team, I'm going to get a call the next day. I think we all thought that. I you think know, we're all like, you know. Dave was really impressed <laughs> yeah. with your... <laughs> you know, Ellis was looking pretty good out on the court last night. I haven't seen his comedy in a while, but I think we should sign him. <laughs> He's making great Heat Man toys. Yeah, let's yeah. give him a call. We do have a sports division here at CAA, so <laughs> let's do it. Uh, I want to get into this next segment. It's called Wig Stage Hand. <clears throat> get me the box. Oh, thank boy. you. Now, look at these. I did not even tell you about this segment no. because I like to keep some things a surprise. This is exciting. So this segment, uh, we're both going to put on some wigs. Gotcha. And uh, we're going to, uh, you're going to pick one for me. I'm going to pick one for you. Okay. And we're going to figure out who these people are. Maybe uh, maybe do a scene together. Okay. <laughs> um, we got this long blonde one right here. Yeah. I even brought some mustaches if we want to go that route. Ooh, it's like that uh, that game Guess Who. Yeah, a little bit. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I used to play that all the time. That game, I, I got the new version of Guess Who for my uh, for my niece for Christmas. It has changed. Has it? It's very diverse. Is, is it way more PC now? But yes and no. Right. Because well, the inherently the game can be very racial because you're like. The, the, uh, is your person uh is their skin uh dark mocha yeah like yeah it's it it, yeah. it tried to go more pc but i right. think it went the other way yeah 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 where it's like that's a stereotype um i think i want you to wear this one i really I like this know. wig this is interesting lot. piece because we don't know what the length of his hair is until we take it out yeah it looks like it's pretty it's pretty long yeah oh it's it's heat friendly fiber so oh, that's yeah. good that's so oh god yeah this oh, is yeah. gonna be great it's gonna be perfect. i hope this works with my rolf voice <laughs> Ooh, yeah, oh dude that's gonna be a solid one dude um and then which one should i which one should i put look, on Look, you've shown me so much with your with your old harrison ford the i'm going with the uh the gray one this gray one yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. all right yeah should we do mustaches as well uh i think i'm gonna need a mustache for this one i think you might by the character that i'm looking at 
oh, this is this is exactly how I want to spend my Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> totally I'm serious. This is like this feels good actually. I think I know. Dude, my older sister had this haircut. Really? Uh, yeah. This is bringing it back, and I kind of look like her anyway. So this is. <laughs> This, this is i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do an impression of my older sister for this but um i mean yeah. you're welcome to if you'd yeah. like and also for whatever reason the hair is really bringing out the rosiness of your cheeks right now i i look i it's not the first time i've heard that i would have been better as a as a female <laughs> it's not too late to make the change you know it's your dad repeating over and over you would have been better as a female <laughs> What does that I mean, Dad? A girl. I wanted a girl. I'm like, you had one. She's two years older than me. Not that one. Another one. I'm excited for this. Yeah, this is gonna be because this wig could go either way. This is almost like a uh, a Ma from Golden Girls. Oh, totally. Kind of wig. Totally. All right, so I think so, um, let's figure these people out. <laughs> Wait, you might have to. It's, it's a little off center, but maybe that's like the new trend. It's, Is that better? There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. There we go. Okay, I think, um, I think I am probably. I think we're 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 married, or we're some sort of like. There's some sort of engagement happening. Okay, I think I'm probably like your sixth wife. Absolutely, I think my I think guy's you're rich. a little. Yeah, I think I'm a rich guy. I think uh, my guy's uh, not the nicest guy. Yeah, and I am being accused of being a, a gold digger. Okay. Like, I only love you for your money, but I oh. actually love... Yeah. You actually love me for me. I actually, I, I actually love you for you. This is my husband. <laughs> and I love... I, I guess we'll give each other a name. Uh, I, I think that you should be Diane. Okay. And, and and you're Winston. Oh, that's great. And 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 I met Winston. Winston was Winston was a he came into town. He was a big oil guy. Oh, don't tell them the story. It's it's funny because I I was working. It was my first day at Halliburton, and Winston comes in for this big time meeting. And he the way that he hit me, uh, which I guess he can't do anymore. I'll never forget the way I hit you. <laughs> he hit me on on my rump and said, never that. "Get me the tea, bitch." And and so I I got him his tea and. <laughs> The way he looked at me, I, I've never felt like that with him. A, a man's never treated me like that before. And I, I looked at him and I said, this is the man I want to spend th the rest of my life with. And I mean that, honey. Yeah, I, I proposed uh, just about, let's see, let's see, uh. About three weeks later, it, after it, I uh, smacked you with that teeth, we caught whirlwind. whirlwind. It was a, it was a whirl, and and he was so funny because he doesn't have a good hip no more. So he asked me to well, get down on my knee about all the time. <laughs> he made me propose to him, even though he had already had. The I said, "Horry, get down on your knees. You're used to that." <laughs> well, we <laughs> talked about that, Winston. You're not supposed to say that name no more. Oh, sorry, who? <laughs> he is so bad. He is so bad. But we have a good time together. Um, because we hang out with Winston. Doesn't have um, most of his friends have have passed. They're dead. Um, but we we have a good time. We, you like a lot of my my friends, my circle, oh, my girls. Oh, I love your friends, right? Oh, I love your friends. Y yeah, you do. <laughs> who you got? Who who you think you like? You, you um, like Shelly? Shelly. Yeah. Bethany. Yeah. Tiffany. 
now, now Teresa. Who, who are the who's <laughs> I don't think I know no Bethany. Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> or <laughs> Tiffany. He he has nicknames for he can't keep track of whose name is who no more. So yeah. he doesn't even remember my name at the time and he's married to me. <laughs> Sometimes I give her a black eye just so she knows she needs some makeup. Well, that's that's his way. That's Winston's way. That is Winston's way. It's in his nature. It is and in my nature. I don't uh I don't want to fight with nature. I don't want to get on Winston about what because he does travel. Oh, she a lot. hasn't gotten on me in a long time. You know? <laughs> I, Winston, so Winston signed up for this service because he was having a little trouble in the the love area. Oh, you're going to bring this up in well, front of everybody right now? They send you a box every month, and they have pills in there, and you just will not sign up for it. So I signed him up for it. I signed him up, and I put the pill. He doesn't know this. I put the pills in his morning grits. What and the hell? On days he has grits, we get to make love that night. I've been wondering why grits have been making me horny for the last six months. I've been putting dick pills in your grits. You've been chopping up dick pills and putting them on a grits? Yeah, that's what that's that's the way we, we that's why I have another announcement to make to you today. You're gonna be a poppy again. That's right. Now, Winston. What is, the uh, hell? I'm 69 years old. I, he's a father, he's a grandfather, and I'm gonna make him a daddy again. That's rape. What yeah. you did to me? I did not rape. Yeah, you caused me to get a boner, honey. And then you, 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 uh, you, 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 you cooed me over to your your whore nest. <laughs> well, my whore nest. It's our bed. Okay. You said you wanted a water bed, so I sleep on a water. Well, bed. guess what? I've been dosing you at nighttime and having sex with you when you've been asleep. Well, you know, I it's so funny you say that, honey. Yeah. Cuz I woke up so sore to all heavens in my couch area. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> the dick pills are working what? They're working wonders for you. Look at how vibrant you are. I guess so. You get all worked up. Is it a boy or is it a girl? Oh, well, I think we we should let the baby decide that, honey. Oh, I don't know about that. It's a that. new era when it's not like when you were young. <sighs> yeah, when I chose to be a boy. <laughs> I remember the day my father looked at me and he said, you choose a gender, boy. You choose now. And I said, boy. I looked at my penis and I said, boy. And he goes, no. Man, and that was our sex talk. Oh, well, that see, that's not Winston. Don't talk about his pappy much. Don't he don't talk about his family. Most of them are gone don't too. Don't you bring up my pappy? But now we're gonna have. I think that we should name our. If it's a boy, I'd like to name him after your father. I think that's what he would have wanted. I think that's what you want. And God forbid you pass on. You think another child should be named Derby? <laughs> I think, I think little Derby. I just think it's beautiful that you and I both admitted to having consensual molestation with each other, and we're okay with it. My body is is your property, asleep or awake. And my property is your body. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. <laughs> that was every couple in Texas. Um <laughs> I'm kidding, Texas. I love it. Oh, you. Texas. God, that felt good. You know who I looked at when I put the wig on? I first thought my sister. Then I thought of um, uh, Nancy from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. 
Oh yeah. This is like classic 1980s. That's really good 1980s. Like right let's there. go to the mall. Oh, for sure. And get some orange Julius and hit on dudes. Yeah. 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 This feels, this feels right. And it's funny that you mentioned, uh, uh, that this was a that you thought this was a Golden Girls wig because that's what I that's what I bought it for for Did you really? for a Kill Tony episode. Nice, B Arthur. Oh, so okay, so you were B Arthur. You're nailing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a B Arthur? Oh, honey, it's just very much like this, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, it's just here. Now I'll do my B Arthur. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my, oh. Oh, Blanche, what are you talking about? It's very just like all like kind of like East Coast, like almost Jewish. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's like, ugh. Ugh. Just always like <laughs> Yeah. It's not quite New Jersey Jewish. Yeah. It's like Delaware Jewish. Yeah, yeah. 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 Honey, what do you think about this, huh? <laughs> you good or what? Huh? Ma. Ma, what are what are you doing? Ah. Ma, put on a robe or something. I loved how uh, promiscuous Rue McClanahan was. Oh man! In the Golden she Girls, she let loose. Yeah, that that is a that's a fantastic show. Oh, I mean, dude, I still watch reruns, and yeah. the writing still holds up, and it's everything. Joke, 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 like so, like hard punchlines too. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, Ma was great. Uh, Betty White. I mean, come on, Betty White alone. I mean, yeah, you know, so good. God, it, I it, it's I when I woke up this morning, Jeremiah. I did not think that you and I would be praising Golden Girls wearing wigs. Well, this is the best possible outcome for this day. <laughs> this day can only go downhill from here. That's the kind of joy you get on Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are good wigs. It yeah. does get hot with wigs. Yeah, it does get hot. Like, that was always my problem with Halloween costumes, because you always want those elaborate Halloween costumes. And then you just realize how hot they are. And, <laughs> like, you make it to three houses, and you're like, screw this. I'm going home. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't do this no more. <sighs> um, let's get. Oh, thank you for that monitor. I'm gonna fix that hair a little bit. Um, let's get into uh, this next segment. It's called fanning out. Fanning out. Fanning out. Questions from fans. All right, I reached out to people on the interweb and I said, if you could ask Mark Ellis any questions, what would they be? Uh oh. Uh, and this one comes from uh, translucent underscore man on Twitter. Uh, what are your top three cuisines, bands, and dictators? Top three cuisines, bands, and dictators. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cuisines. Uh, ever since I got to LA, huge Mexican fan. So yep. I'm gonna say, like, if I'm getting specific, I'm just gonna go with a good old fashioned burrito. Okay. My favorite thing. Right after that, I'm gonna you go. You talk a lot about pizza in your special. I was gonna say pizza is number two. Which I, I share my love. Like when you were, t I was watching that on your special. Like I was like, oh, I'm right there. Like people, I, I love pizza so it's, much. When you go to New York and, and, and you, and you're working for like a week, I, I literally, it's like 10 pounds difference because it, you, you rationalize in your head, like, well, I'm walking everywhere. I'm taking the subway. I know. I don't close my night down with a giant slice of pizza every night here. No. Every night in New York. Every night in New York. Every night. You see, yeah. Also, you see those dollar stands. You're oh, like, ah, oh, they're so only good. like a dollar or two. Might as well just grab a slice real quick. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. So after that, uh, number three, I'm going to go healthy. I'm going to say carrots. I love, love carrots. Carrots. I'm a huge carrot honk. Yeah. Really? Love carrots. That is a curveball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like burrito that, to pizza yeah, to, to carrots. Like that's that's a giant curveball for big, me. Big, big carrot big guy. Big carrot guy. Big, big carrot. The best. Some say, not me. Some say. The best. The best carrots. <laughs> the best. They are the best. They are 
the best. The, you, this you, is a guy who loves carrots. You sound like a giant carrot. Though. Hey, I'm a giant carrot. What's up? <laughs> Have you met my my son, Baby Carrot? That's that's. Oh, I'm Baby Carrot. Thanks for letting me talk, Dad. Oh yeah, you know, it's good to be uh, plucked right out of the ground as your father. You were manufactured and put in packaging. I smell like chlorine. Yeah, you do. I'm unwashed, I'm unfiltered, and your dad is raw. I, I, I heard a scary story at camp. What'd you hear? He said that we're not actually born babies, that we're born full-grown carrots like my pappy, and they just chopped us up into little kids. How dare you hear about that? That's not true at all. You ain't nothing. You just, you just ate baby carrots all lumped up into one. Hey, don't you say that. I don't you, you say that about your pappy. You're just, you're just a meaner version of me. That's all you is. No, it's not true. I am a full form, full size carrot. So. I'm a future carrot. You're a future carrot. Carrots from the future were made of metal and nails. Metal and nails is what yeah. you You want to survive the apocalypse? I guess so. You sound crazy. Hello, I'm a tomato. Some say tomato. Are there a group of you? There's a little bit of an echo. It, it, it's a big hole. We're all gathered in. We're having a, a tomato banquet. You sound very regal. I don't know how to. I don't know how to respond to that. Really. Well, you sound very loud in your carrot banquet. Oh, next I'm to sorry it. that I'm so abrasive, but you sound know, like you were yelling at the young one. Is that? Oh uh, yes, I'm having issues with my son right now. Is that yeah, a problem? He was, he was yelling at me. He was. He was saying all kinds of nasty. I want to be a tomato. Did you call Vegetable Protective Services? I'm. I'm changing my 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 veggie. I no, I no longer want to be a carrot. I want to be a tomato. Hey, the son that I raised was a carrot, and we're staying that way. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a killer tomato. <laughs> this is what a killer tomato sounds like. Hey, it's just me. I'm a strawberry. Oh, I will kill you. Oh, really? If you do, then you'll just make jam and jelly. <laughs> I'll live forever. <laughs> I want to be Poppy. I want to be a strawberry now. Okay, for the love of salad, I'm a, I'm a stop trying to be other things I've that you're not. I've always been a strawberry. I've never been a carrot, never. No. You're orange. You're not even red. Uh, it's a shade different. You're a vegetable. You're not a fruit. You ain't a primary color, neither. Hey, don't bring my color into this. If you're an orange, you could be an orange. It's, there ain't no such thing as carrots. Son. My life is meaningless. I think it's time for you to go. I no. You just ate baby carrots. My world is crumbling. Wow, that's a huh deep. That's a deep uh uh. Why did you put that on the screen? Uh, my great producers of the podcast put the gender fluid as a as a alternate punchline to the bit. <laughs> Thank you so much for adding that to the podcast, guys. Thank you so much. It's a new word. It's for contributing word. that gold to the podcast. I thought about not even saying it because I was embarrassed. 
or you guys. <laughs> but guess what? I'm transparent on Jeremiah Wonders. And when a joke doesn't go well, guess what? <laughs> I blame it on the producers. <laughs> Anytime a joke is stale, guess what? They're in my freaking ear hole, mm-hmm. whispering sweet nothings of punchlines. Literal nothings. Anywho, uh, Mark Ellis is on the show. True. Your producer okay, great. Get this baby carrot. Get this baby carrot off the show. They should be hosting the show, not you. Jeremiah is turnt. He's <laughs> angry. Fluid, fluid, get out of here. Get out of here, baby carrot. <laughs> that is how a baby carrot would react to hearing the gender fluid. They would just yeah. keep saying they just it. just keep saying it. it. Yeah. Yeah. You repeat things that you like the way it sounds. Um, uh, yeah. Bands or dictators? Yes, yeah, so we got burritos, pizza, carrots, yeah. uh, dictators. Jeez, um, dictators. Uh, I will go. Uh, I'll, I'll try to go into the world of fiction. Okay. So I would say um, uh, Emperor Palpatine's a pretty the good power dictator. Of the dark side. Yeah, I would say. I would say uh, the Emperor Darth Sidious. Is his name. Darth Plagueis was before him. He's pretty good. Then as a dictator. Um, I'll throw Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat in there. Ooh. Pretty good outworld dictator. I don't know if he's officially a dictator, but he pretty much owns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He owns property. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good choices. Um, and then bands is pretty easy for me. My favorite band of all time is Van Halen. I love, love, love Van Halen. Heck yeah. Both eras are great. Take any Van Halen I can get. Uh, number two would be the Beatles. And number three, that's where it gets really competitive because you could have your uh, your Skinnerd in there, your Metallica, your ACDC, your Zeppelin, your Aerosmith. That's uh, that's um, you know what? Then I'll do Van Halen. I'll do the Beatles, and then I will say Jeremiah Watkins on the sax. Whoa! Third favorite band of all time. Ah, this guy knows how to butter a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> you edged out Aerosmith. You were, it was it was either you with the sax or Aerosmith. Hey, yeah, man. I get that smile. I get it. If I can make just one boy happy. Dude, dude looks like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you say that. Stop it. I'm a baby carrot. I'm a full grown carrot. I'm never judge a book by his cover. (laughs) One of the greatest soundtracks in movie history, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. So good. Uh, What. from Grace Jensen on Instagram, what's the biggest compliment you've ever received, and who is it from? Biggest compliment? You have like maybe a uh, uh, a somebody in comedy who may have given you something cool, or somebody who you met through a panel or a schmodown or anything like that. Uh, recently, um, Patton Oswalt sent some really nice things to me at the comedy store one night. Heck yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's said, great. And 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 it was cool because he was like, you know, like he's seen me do stand up before. And then I just gotten off stage in the OR and he was sitting in the Mitzi seats. I think I brought up Mark Marin and then I came off and then I was sitting next to Pat and we were just kind of shooting the shit a little bit. And he said and he, he said he thought I was funny. And I was like, oh, I, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, it, it, that's it, it's awesome. Man. That's great. Because like, like they're your peers. I don't fan out like with anybody, really. I'm pretty I, I, I keep it pretty cool. But they, it, that's that's neat. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, anytime somebody like that is like, especially that established and that like, yeah, that great. 
That's that's super cool. But I haven't seen him uh, in a few months, so I'm worried that <laughs> I'm worried it just drifted. Because like you know when like somebody says something nice like that, you're like, oh, we should probably hang out tomorrow, like go to the farmers market and stuff. You know, you mm. don't want to press a friendship, but you also don't want it to be like too. Oh, I'm never gonna. This person's gonna forget me. So don't forget <laughs> me, Pat. Uh, somebody a- somebody actually called you Baby Carrot in their comment. Is that yeah. a nickname? It's a nickname that I have in uh in the movie trivia Schmodown. Gotcha. It just came. It, it's the worst joke of all time. It had I intended it like that, I was gonna say it did come up organically. <laughs> but it did. It, it was okay. Yeah, the producers just flashed that organically was, on the screen. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the producers. Blame the producers on that one, Mark, because that's what I do anytime I don't like something on the show, <laughs> as any person yeah. with an ego of a show has. They blame the producers. You know what? No, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to totally lean into the joke. You know, my nickname, Baby Carrots, came very organically. It just happened. It just happened. I just just have... Pat Oswald just called. He is not no longer a fan. I just have a switch that I flip, and I just, like eject my seat from the studio james bond style after after you're like guys 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 <laughs> then i come back to you jeremiah did you hear i said or get where did he, oh, oh it's just i'm seared i'm just the skeleton of my former self just <laughs> just like indiana jones style yeah. like i looked at the ark of the covenant and- <laughs> <laughs> it's like airplane you're just hanging like, yeah oh boy this is not good. oh wow okay um tony reiney uh from instagram what's a bigger rush a live schmodown or stand-up oh stand-up yeah stand-up's always the uh that's my favorite thing to do that's that, yeah. that, that's that's not gonna change i mean i love doing the schmodown the schmodown is actually i get a little more nervous for schmodowns because there's so many elements that i can't control of course like there's so much just stuff going on and like stand up you just have that feeling of kind of you know well yeah it's just you 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 you're it's your vision it's your your board where you want to go yeah you seem to be really good at like stand-up and doing like improv like working with other people and i always gravitate towards stand-up just because i don't trust other people on stage most of the time and so schmodown you're really relying on a lot of different things oh, yeah. working and clicking together that's what a, a lot of kill tony is 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 relying y'all are great and, yeah. and hoping that, that people will support you yeah. <laughs> otherwise yeah. you know you just get shut down you're like okay cool 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 uh, absolutely uh, on to the next joke fantastic <laughs> can you is somebody on kill tony trying the organic baby carriage <laughs> i mean boo! It's it's kind of funny uh, if if there's a guest who is like obnoxious, like, mm-hmm. and they're trying to troll the show, which will naturally happen right. sometimes. Uh, like that is drawn out of the bucket. Tony will just be like, "Boo this person!" Right. Right? And just like, just the audience, like, it's like they're so excited to yeah. be allowed to boo. They're like, "Boo, boo!" They start cutting themselves and bleeding. It's like, it's like just like a Roman emperor, just like with yeah. the thumb, just down, down. <laughs> um let's see here uh let's get into uh we have two segments left uh this one's next to last this one's called the kindness challenge i'll be great at this yeah right we're both nice people yeah we're gonna ask this yeah so every week i ask the uh the listeners and viewers of this podcast 
to uh, I challenge them to do something nice uh, out of the kindness of their heart. It can be for a stranger. It can be for somebody that they know. It can be literal or big as long as they're contributing something Aww. positive to society. Nice. And people write into the show, and uh, I share their stories on the show, and uh, it inspires other people to remind them to to do nice things out uh, in the the – the Thanoverse. You're, you got a fan base. You're taking advantage of it in a good way. Trying to. Unlike your goddamn producers. The freaking producers of this here. show are human sludge. I mean, really the bottom of the garbage pail. Anyway, uh, the kindness challenge. Um, uh, they don't go in the recycle bin. They go in the trash. In San Francisco, they're called compost. <laughs> This one comes from uh, a girl named Jenna, um, and I like to read it in the voice. Uh, I start to wonder what they might sound like. I'm going to read this quick letter and uh, what she may sound like. I'm guessing. I don't have any picture or anything to go off, just the word. So here we go. Uh, let's see what Jenna sounds like. Hi, Jeremiah. Thanks so much for creating the Kindness Challenge and for you. been listening to your podcast, and it's super fun and made days brighter. Okay. My kind act today. Is she a female Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Uh, I'm Iron Man, okay? Uh, I'm Tony Stark, and I'm billionaire, all right? And the thing about that is that, just like God, I died for your sins, okay? Was that the nice thing you did this week? That was the thing that Robert Downey Jr. did. Because Jenna did something nice, too. Well, I'm Robert Downey Jr., and I did blackface one time, and it was cool. <laughs> I actually got an Oscar nomination for it. So that, here's the thing about that, is that I'm such a good actor that it wasn't even considered blackface, which I think is actually phenomenal. It's a pretty landmark achievement. I mean, it kind of is for white people all over. <laughs> Just open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. A lot of people tried. A lot of people failed. Every afterwards. politician saw Tropic Thunder. A lot of, a lot of politicians saw it. They loved it. <laughs> Uh, sorry, John. I mean to interrupt you. So anyway, back to my letter. <laughs> okay, my kind act today. I've been house slash cat sitting at a client's home this weekend, and there is work happening on the street outside. Apparently, a city water pipe burst. I've just found out all day. I've heard a man screaming at people, like the kind of scream that says, "I'm pretty effing fed up," or maybe he just needs a bagel or both. <laughs> Who knows? So just now, it's ten fifty-two p.m. I decided two things. Bring this guy an apple and some ibuprofen, ibuprofen, ibuprofen. He had been screaming about his headache, the ibuprofen being secondary to the apple because weird, as I walked towards what, where he is standing, holding a stop slash slow sign, I asked if he is okay. And he said, yeah, and muddled through some instructions. I waited and then asked, you want an apple? He paused and then said, wait, do you really have an apple? <laughs> I said, yes. So I passed him the apple and thanked him for doing such work so late. Truly, these guys have been out here since 10 this morning. Hoping the apple gave him some pleasure and that someone random noticed his hard work and maybe he'll stop yelling. Who knows? <laughs> Kindness is key. Thanks so much, Jeremiah. You rock. Jenna. Aww. So she gave a, a, a guy who was on the job some ibuprofen. I like calling it ibuprofen. Ibuprofen <laughs> and, uh, and an apple. It's a, it's a simple thing that, that, that she did, that, but showed that guy kindness, and probably he's in a stressful situation and probably brightened his day. It's a very nice thing, Jeremiah. I do have to ask uh, Jenna a follow-up question. Was the apple the only food available to you, or did you make the decision of all the foods here, the apple is the best? I nominate that as tribute to take to this guy. Here's the thing. I have a lot of apples. <laughs> Robert, okay. I, 
I, I know you have a lot of apples. I got a lot of apples in my place. Okay. I'm a billionaire. <laughs> I actually uh, uh, created uh, the Apple company. No. <laughs> yeah, my dad did. It's true. You know you're not Tony Stark, right? You know that's a character you no, no, play. No, I'm Tony Stark. It's a real thing. Jarvis is a real person. <laughs> I have a house that looks over the ocean. Robert, none of and this is I your fly, life. And I fly through the air with Rocket Pack. They made movies based on a character that you did not create. You're just playing a role. Listen. It's make-believe. I, I proposed to my wife with an Infinity Stone. It's pretend. It's a real <laughs> that thing. That never happened. No, it's a real thing. In either of the... I'm a walking Just for Men Gillette commercial. Two different companies in one Just for Men Gillette. That is a beautiful Bob Downey, Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's an example of uh, of something that um, nice. That, uh, can you think of something that maybe you did that that would fall under the kindness challenge that may have come up organically lately or anything like that? Yeah, I I from time to time, like like people like do like GoFundMe's about like you know their illness or something like that. Like like people are just having a tough time. So I try to give a few bucks here and there where I can. So yeah. I. Uh, I, I help someone out, um, it, and it's really hard because you just try to vet like if this is real or not, or if this is a scam. So it's kind of tough to do, but I think I'm yeah. pretty good at wading through those waters. And sure. so I, you know, I'm single. I live by myself. I pay my rent. I have a nice TV. Yeah, I can give a couple bucks to somebody. Heck yeah! Do, so that's awesome. I'm not giving them apples. I'm not. I'm not leaving my apartment. <laughs> but I'll Venmo you. <laughs> you know, it's the millennial. I'm not way. as nice hey. as Jenna. I Venmoed you. Go buy your own apple. <laughs> Go get okay? your own apple. All right. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, send in your kindest challenge letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com, and I will possibly read them on the show. Thanks, guys. Good people um, out there. Before we do this final segment, uh, I like to uh, throw plugs your way. I know you have um, uh, your special yep. that's coming out uh, that's already out. Excuse me. Um, Dog Stepfather, All Things Comedy release. It. It's on YouTube. You can stream it and watch it for free right now. I urge you to go and do that. It's a great special. Thank um, you, sir. Is there anything else that uh, you want to uh, plug come up? Dates or anything uh, like in January or February coming up? Yeah, January. Uh, you can go to my website, markellislive.net. I'll be in uh, New York City uh, January 24th. And then our big schmodown in New York is the 25th. So you can get tickets for all that stuff on my website. Uh, got Vegas, Denver, Austin, uh, a bunch of other tour dates coming up that I'll have tickets on sale for soon. So. Heck yeah. Good stuff, dude. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. Um, excited to do this uh this sexy last segment with you. I'm gonna read a few dates uh real quick. Uh I'm gonna be at Chicago Zanies Rosemont. Chicago Chicago Zanies Rosemont, January second through fourth, and uh Detroit uh on January fifth, uh, Detroit Shipping Company. Get tickets for that, JeremiahWatkins.com. Um, and then I will be with in Houston with Kill Tony, um Lake Tahoe, um, uh, on the 16th of January, Calgary with Kill Tony uh, in January. And then also I'll be headlining uh, some shows at the Buffalo Helium, um, February 6th through 8th in uh, New York, as well as Syracuse, New York at the Funny Bone, the 13th through 15th. And then Albany, New York at the end of the month. So I'm doing a lot of New York dates uh, upstate and around. Uh, so look out for that, JeremiahWatchins.com. That's and Syracuse Funny Bone, man. Check out the go-kart track. Yeah? Right next door. Okay. It's in a huge, it's like the sixth biggest mall in the country. Oh, I'm for sure doing that. You then. are going to have a, we kind of have the same life because occasionally we'll go on the road with like a big crew. Yeah. You know, and do like this big production. Then other times it's just, we just get to be by ourselves. Yeah, it's kind of cool. existing. I, I like both worlds. I think it's the best of both worlds. Yep. Like getting to collaborate with people and mm -hmm. the energies of the show. Like Schmodown, dude, I've, I've watched some of the videos of the Schmodowns that you guys do. 
Like the energy is insane. They're nuts in it's the best so way possible, cool, and 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 they're genuinely good, good-hearted individuals that show up. Well, it's, it, that's what's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, like it. It's drawing like a. It seems like a very it like just a passionate, fun crowd. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's it's a nice combination of like nerds and sports, and it just melds together into yeah. this giant kind of thing. And it's it's grown much bigger than I could have imagined. Christian Harloff, who really is the genius behind it. My buddy, he he saw where he was going, and I was just like, well, we can't pay for all this. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we're doing it, and uh, season seven is going to be bigger and better. That's awesome, dude. So look out for that, guys. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show now with our final segment. Sax talk. Sax talk. All right, Mark. Yeah. So I didn't prep you on this. I forgot to. It's <laughs> all right. I'm a very gifted improviser, Heck as yeah. you can tell. I mean, I love the way segment. By my dog phone call, you can tell. I'm just... <laughs> Uh, you're going to share a story of any sexual encounter. doesn't matter how innocent or graphic it is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax underneath. So as soon as you start into your monologue, I'm going to start accenting underneath with some saxophone. It's really hard. I got to think of my first sexual encounter. Any, any sexual it can be encounter. In, it literally any. All right. I got it. I got it. Okay, I, cool. Yeah. All right. Ready to go. All right. Whenever you're ready, I will follow you. It was a dark and stormy night. You know how Florida gets in the summer. And I was necking with my girlfriend at the time we were both students in college and just really exploring each other's bodies for the very first time on that beach and we went in the water as the sun went down decided we'd go to (laughs) the cantina on moss isley you know i said it was a wretched hive of scum and villainy but we said you know what we're gonna bring some class So we got out of that water, we went in, we got a corner booth right next to a Wookiee and some smuggler. I can't remember his name. He was a spice runner and we looked at him and his dog and we said, hey, you guys in for a foursome? And then she brought out her vibrator, but the bartender said, we don't allow droids in here. So we were back to four. We made love. All four of us. We cleaned up after the dog. The smuggler went on his way running his spice. Me and my lady looked at each other and we said, well, I guess it's back to that crazy planet known as Florida. I'm hard now listening to you play sax. The real story is we were about to do it in the ocean, but then the sun went down totally, and I started thinking of the beginning of Jaws. And I was like, honey, I know you're really into this right now, but um, I think I see That's actually the sound women hear when I make love to them. Just... Hey, what's your name? Is this your first stay at a Ramada Inn? Yeah, the elevator's busted. We gotta take the stairs. (laughs) 
Is this your first time <laughs> at a Ramada Inn? Hey, you know, I, they put Keeping me up Keeping it in classy, good dude. Dude, I'm a red roof. Says a lot life. about you, dude. <laughs> Says a lot about you high-wielding and dealing. Mark Ellis at Ramada Inn, dude. <laughs> Some angry comment. Why has he got a drop that he stays Ramada Inn? Oh, so disgusting. He's just flaunting his cash in front of us. I, said, first, I remember I was on the road. I stayed at a place called Cold Creek Manor in uh, Ohio. Did an old I'm, man open the door with a lantern? It's like, hello. I've never been sure I'm going to wake up there. Welcome to Cold Creek Hey, don't get it out of vision is here no more. Yeah, first time we've seen the likes of another human in a long time. Enjoy the grounds, but don't go beyond the boundary. Don't go beyond there. <laughs> I could do this with you all day, my friend. Um, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and hanging out. It was awesome to, uh, to catch up with you and, and riff with you as different vegetables. <laughs> and <laughs> In wigs and uh, me to play a little Star Wars and talk all that stuff with you. It's been awesome, dude. I am a huge fan of yours and to everybody listening. Uh, you all do good deeds, and that's awesome for the show. The guy hosting the show is really one of the truly good people in stand-up comedy and in the world. So please support him and all of his future endeavors because he's talented. He's funny. Uh, in spite of his producers, who are just, <laughs> I cannot, cannot stress enough how garbage, how horrible these guys are behind They're the glass. They're great people too. They're great. They're very we're, nice, we're and they make the kidding. show go. Uh, dude, I feel the same way about you, and uh, love to have you, man. Great to see you, dude. I'll see you soon, man. Let's do this again. Yeah. Ah, uh, dude. 